Welcome back to the Lord of the Rings. What the f- Stop. You say just welcome, right? Welcome back to. Oh, I change it up every time. I think I don't know. I don't. I don't read off a script anymore. This is the Lord of the Rings sentence. I don't know what that was about. Uh, it's your one-stop shop podcast. Detailed breakdown. J.R.R. Tolkien's famous work, Lord of the Rings. I'm your host, Chad Oliver, and I'm going to read a sentence out of a book today. Uh, that book is a fellowship of the ring and here to help me do that is timothy collier who's been on the show before timothy uh, how are you today i'm doing okay how are you um i'm all right um the podcast is going very well thank you yeah i've made a lot of progress um unfortunately we won't be making the same amount of progress this week but did you did you listen last week to uh yeah i listened to the uh one minute to read the book yeah. Uh, segment, what, are you are you going to be doing that today? I wasn't. Uh, I, the, 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 the plan is in, in an attempt to not betray the spirit of the podcast. I'm not going to do that every week. Uh, I'm thinking first Thursday of the month. So this will be second Thursday of the month. I, I don't want to get too crazy with my one minute. But did you have different ideas? Like, what were you? What were you thinking? Well, it definitely just doing it even once definitely betrays the spirit of the podcast. Um, sure, but you know some things are worth betraying. Uh, you know, you got to pick oh, your okay. pick pick what's worth uh, reverence. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot to unpack last week. I mean, we went through like, I mean, so many new characters. I think I need to start writing them down. Um, yeah, that might not be a bad idea. All uh, just my freaking watch is ringing twitter notifications or something um sorry um what were you saying i should i should read a minute of the book or something uh no you shouldn't okay yeah unless you feel like it i think the first thursday of the month feels like enough geez now my freaking stop it there's like a billion notification. The group chat's going off about something. I'll find out what that is later. Um, hey, this is the last is this episode. This math wordle thing that Mark sent is that the math uh, wordle? Yeah, math wordle. Mark sent. I'm that curious about what it is though. What is it? Because so I want to play it. It's called Nerdle. Oh, okay. Um, and in Nerdle, it's the same rules as Wordle, but you have numbers and you've got like the time symbol, the plus symbol, the minus symbol, and there's an equation of the day and it's the same rule. So if you get the right number in the wrong location, it'll be yellow. If you get the right number in the right location, it'll be green. And you just have to like figure out what the equation is. It has to be an equation that actually makes sense. Right. Okay. Um, so that's nerdle. Uh, and Wor- wordle, if you don't know, it's the, it's the yeah, sensation. I, I'm not, I'm telling the audience now. Everyone knows what wordle is. Yeah. What should the method of this podcast be? I'm, I'm 42 episodes in, but should I make this a, a conversation, a, a Marin, or should I address the audience? I don't know. I still don't know what I should do. Sometimes I talk directly to someone who's not in the room. And when I say room, I do mean Zoom call. Should I ignore yeah. the fact that there's an audience or should I lean into it? Uh, don't ignore it. I wasn't least. asking. I was asking. I was asking the audience. <laughs> oh, sorry. 
Maybe you should just talk to your guest then so oh, okay. you avoid confusions like that. I will yeah. say you, you've been opposed to solo episodes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a solo episode. I listen to podcasts where it's just one person speaking into a microphone for an hour or whatever. Yeah, I tried that once and I started the podcast a few times and I just felt insecure and I would start over and I'd feel insecure again. And then I tweeted out a Zoom link begging someone to join me. And that's when that, oh, right, that yeah. episode came out. That one. So I don't know if I'm going to do that again. I got to like not. work on, I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll help me feel more secure in my spoken word. Do we have any fantasy news? Yeah. So I was about to say, this is the last episode before we get a glimpse at the Lord of the Rings series. Uh the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. There's going to be a trailer for the new Lord of the Rings series. Good. I've been I've been waiting on that. Yeah. Also in fantasy news, um, the film and gaming rights for the Lord of the Rings uh, is up for sale. And I, as a podcast, I think I should pursue that in some way. Hmm. Do you have any you ideas can't... on how I can like get money to do that? Because it's not going to be cheap. It might be cheap. You have? Do you have two hundred dollars? I do. Yeah. I think start the bidding there. Start the bidding at two hundred. Yeah. Who do I even reach out to? Let's see. Um, Let me see if I can pull up that article. Elijah Wood. Uh, Elijah Wood. I don't think he controls the film rights. Oh. Film rights for Lord of the Rings. Now, if I can, let's say I can only get one between the film rights and the gaming rights. I go gaming, right? No. Because right now, whoever controls the gaming rights just made the Gollum video game. And I don't think anybody wants to play the Gollum game. Have you seen this? The Gollum game? No. You play as Gollum and you sneak around caves and you eat fish and you, I guess, kill orcs or something as Gollum. Yeah. So, like, kind of stealth. It's like a stealth aspect. I guess it's stealth. But, like, of if, if all it, of if it's open world all of middle earth that sounds interesting i don't think that it is i always get the sense that gollum sure. gollum spends a lot of time in the uh caves and stuff but yeah. he also when he wants to can just travel the entire sort of continent that would be cool yeah a continent-wide open world It'd be like I breath of the wild but you're like a possible. little gross guy yeah. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, but you're a little gross man wearing no clothes and yeah. eating raw fish. Yeah. Um, I guess I I, I don't see that. I don't see the appeal. I don't see it. Um, I don't know. Zant's company was hired. I'm trying to figure out who to pay $200 for the film rights. You should, when you find out, just write the check and send it in the mail. Just to send the it in the office. And if they cash it, I own Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's how it works. It's called a contract. Cool um well yeah so if anyone wants to donate to that fund you can just venmo me uh, my venmo is at chad a oliver and you can just send funnel that money directly to me and i'll i'll try to buy the lord of the rings video game rights mm -hmm. um apart from that fantasy news I don't know. The Oscars were just announced. Were there any fantasy movie? Raya and the Last Dragon, that was nominated for an Oscar for Best uh, Animated Feature. That's a fantasy movie. 
Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, yeah. Luke, Luca, Luca's, Luca's fantasy. Luca's fantasy. Yeah. Monsters. That's my favorite animated movie I saw this year. I haven't seen Flea yet. Probably going to see that today. That one's not fantasy though. That's like a documentary. No, I know. I'm just talking about the animated category. Yeah, but um, this is fantasy news of the week, not animated sorry. movie news of the week. Apologies. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else is fantasy. It's okay. Um. The eyes of Tammy Faye is fantasy because Jessica Chastain fantasized that she had a good movie and she didn't. I kind of liked it. I know you liked it. Yeah. Um, Um, Anything else fantasy in the Oscars? Not a lot of fantasy representation. I mean, Dune, obviously. Dune is like... People call it sci-fi, but yeah, it's it's sci-fi. It's fantasy. There's there's like magical elements. It's probably... It's probably more accurate to call it sci-fi, like the more you understand the the lore and stuff, but certainly could could be fantasy. I don't know if something with the voice in it could be called sci-fi and not be called fantasy, you know what I mean? I think Frank Herbert had um, scientific or at the very least pseudoscientific explanations for a lot of that kind of stuff. Okay, so like what human beings? Some of them evolved to have these yeah. abilities. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a lot about a lot about evolution. I think that gotcha. They sort of intentionally by assuming computers after the like big computer war, they they sort of evolve organically to be able mm-hmm. to do things that we can't do now. So is that sci-fi? Is that fantasy? And, you know, it's both. And then there's the big gross man who floats around. There's also him. The big gross man who floats around, yeah. He floats around the room. What's his name again? He's like the leader Baron, of the... The Baron Harkonnen. Harkonnen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so this, has been, this has been Fantasy News of the Week. Uh, back to basic. That was like the first segment I ever did was Fantasy News of the Week. We're I'm a fan to, of it. Yeah. Whenever there's Fantasy News, it's good to bring up. I just don't always record this close to the release date, so it's not always a viable option. Right. Um, but anyways, we ready for the one sentence to rule them all? Sure. Let's jump in. So for those of you who haven't listened recently, I, I recently did the one minute to read the book, which let me read 10 sentences in one sitting. And in that time, we learned that Frodo's parents were drowned uh, when they were fooling around on some boat, which was not natural. Um, and everyone's kind of just gathered around talking about it old noakes was saying was kind of body shaming drogo saying it was his weight that sunk the boat um and that's where we pick up this week uh and this is all leading up to the birthday party the joint birthday party of bilbo and frodo um which we have to assume at this point is going to be the climax of the novel yeah it's all building to that yeah we've got a lot of build up Mm -hmm. 42 episodes 42 episodes, 52 sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so here we go. <clears throat> the one sentence to rule them all. And I heard she pushed him in and he pulled her in after him, said Sandy Man, the Hobbiton Miller. So, so Sandy Man does make me think of Adam Sandler. So I think I need to reread the sentence with that in mind. Okay. Oh, and I, 
I can't do it. Can you do a Sandler? Can you do a Sandman? Your, your Sandler's a lot better than mine. Oh, and I heard she pushed him in and he put her in after him. That, it's okay. It's a little, a little broad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, ooh. <laughs> we got a Sandman. Stop laughing. Um, okay. So, so she new, pushed him in. New character, Sandy Man. New character, assumes. Sandy Man. So Frodo, learning. Frodo did not grow up in a stable home, it seems, is what I'm gathering from this. If it's speculated that Primula would have tried to murder her husband, Frodo's father, Drogo, then surely there were other incidents, right? They must yeah, have hated each other. These are just rumors that spread after something like this and, you know, hearsay and mm-hmm. dramatic gossip and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, maybe there, there's got to be some basis. In fact, they didn't have the most harmonious relationship. And how strong must Primula have been if she could push the heavy set Drogo into the water? Right. It was uh, Drogo's weight as sunk the boat. Yeah. So if he's big fat man who is fat enough to sink a boat, I mean, she'd have to be pretty strong to get the upper hand is my thought. Hmm. Unless he's like bending over to like, I don't know, reach if they're fishing to like reach into the tackle box or something. And then she's got that momentum, just like push him from behind, knock him off balance. Yeah. Well, she was also vulnerable enough to be pulled in. Oh, so yeah, it couldn't have been that. Maybe they're they're an even match. Mm. But no one wants to blame her weight for a equitable partnership. Mm. So it sounds like a good marriage, actually. But they wanted to murder each other, according yeah, to Sandman. Well, but they wanted to murder each other equally. So it's like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith situation. I haven't seen that motion picture. I, I haven't either. I just know that they try to murder each other. Yeah. Um, I was trying to see. I was trying to impress you. By saying Mr. and Mrs. Smith. By- yeah, by bringing up the cinematic classic uh, that I haven't seen. So, yeah, but before next week, I'm going to I'm gonna put up... See a- Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to see Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but I am going to put together a list. Because now that we have Sandy Man as, as a new character, there's just so many characters. Primula, so- Drogo, Ultic... Gorbidoc, Master Gorbadoc, Sam, Frodo, Bilbo, Gaffer, um, Ham. Well, Gaffer and Ham are the same person. See, that's what yeah, I, that's I call why him Gaffer I Ham. Oh, Gaffer Ham, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you were saying Gaffer, comma Ham. Ham. Um, and then there's like uh, you know, uh, the old Took who we think is dead because he lived to be a respectable uh, 130. Also, Lord. From Lord? The oh, yeah. I, I think at the birthday party, we'll probably find out which of these characters is the Lord of the Ring. Rings. Yeah. Um, do you see all those posters for the Lord of the Rings series? No, I didn't. A lot of hands, a lot of rings. I just saw the title announcement. What, what are the posters look like? Uh, just close-ups of hands. What's the title again? Uh, Ring of Power. Rings of Power. Oh. Yeah. Redundant. Rings, rings. You know. I, I, I mean, think that just call just, it Rings of Power. I think they're essentially what they're going to do because the Lord of the Rings is tiny. 
Mm-hmm. So actually, not a lot of rings on these. It's it's just hands. Just hands. Uh, some of them. Some of them have rings. Um, some of them don't. Some of them have acorns. Some of them have berries. This looks like Sauron. One of them does. Yes. Someone with a arrow. I think he's uh, going to be my favorite. He's got a face on his chest. Right. I see. Oh, he's got a little now. ring on his thumb. Okay. Little horse sword ring. Yeah, why? There's too many. Oh, shoot. There's quite a bit. There's 24 of them. I didn't count. Or that, that 20, 23. 23. Um, hmm. And we don't know who any of these people are. Um, other than probably Sauron. Any of these beings. There's a Radagast looking dude who's holding an apple. That'll, yeah. There's a little beard coming down and he's all. Wearing, wearing a bunch of brown. Mm-hmm. Could be Radagast. So do you think that uh, Sandy Man's rumor is uh, BS or do you think it's true? I think um, we'll probably find out at the birthday party. Um, and apart from that, I don't know. I think it's. I think we're probably going to see a lot of speculation in the coming weeks of it, what exactly went down in this river. Um, um, but I don't know. It's it's impossible to say at this point. I we just met Sandy Man. I don't know if I can trust him. Uh, someone like the gaffer who introduced the idea. I feel like whatever his thought is, which we might you know learn soon enough, that's probably what I'm gonna choose to believe. Uh, Sandy Man is played by Brian Surgent in the Peter Jackson film. There is a Sandy Man in the Peter Jackson film. <laughs> I looked it up. Brian Surgenton? Just Google Sandyman. Sandyman Lord of the Rings. You don't even have to say Lord oh. of the Rings. Oh, Ted Sandyman. Sandyman. His first name's Ted. His name is Ted. Good to know. Like the stuffed bear. Oh, remember um, that movie? How good was that? Never seen the Thunder Buddies for life. It's so so funny. They get scared of thunder, but then they sing the song. Never uh, seen it. And they say, I guess I can say this on the podcast now because cussing is allowed. Uh, but they say, uh, I would prefer you. Say, okay. They say, "Fuck you, thunder! You can suck my dick." <laughs> so funny, dude. That's crude. It's so you just don't get. It. It's like it's actually like pretty elevated humor because it's oh. like it's like actually it's about how uh this man child won't grow up so like you know it's like it's aware of what it's doing it's smart and what and what it's doing that's what boogie nights is about too yeah i mean mark Wahlberg plays a type i think all the departed his character in the departed where um martin sheen tells leonardo dicaprio you know you rose up really fast in the academy and Martin Wahlberg says, like a 12-year-old's dick. Mm. And it's like five minutes in the movie, and you're like, what am I watching? How many times in cinema do you think Mark Wahlberg has made reference to the penis? Twice? <laughs> Just in the Thunder Buddies song? Oh, and wait. In... No, three times, because the last, last scene of Boogie Nights. Right, when he shows... Well, he talks about his penis a lot. In the oh, movie. right. So four times? Okay, probably four times. At least. At least. Maybe more. Maybe. Um I haven't I seen like any he... other Mark Wahlberg movies other than <laughs> The Departed and Boogie Nights. 
And then I just told you about Ted. Yeah. So I could just probably describe the whole plot to you if you wanted me to. I, I think there's got on letterboxed after. Yeah, there's gonna there's more there's there's definitely more penis talk in that movie. Mm. So mm. maybe this just so you know. Um, well, any other thoughts about this sentence about Sandyman and his theory about what happened to Primula and Drogo, or are we we about done here? I have no more thoughts about the sentence. Yeah, I think we pretty much mined it for all all it's worth. Um, what is this uh, Moria? <laughs> so we've been mining this sentence. This is not a mine. This is a tomb. Oh no! Fallen! Ladies and gentlemen! Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Just watching my algorithms get crushed. The best is yet to come! Welcome to the Triggered Sentence. Oh no! Your one-stop podcast for the most meticulous and detailed breakdown of Donald Trump Jr.'s book, Triggered, How the Left Thrives on Hate and Wants to Silence Us. I'm I don't know host. if we can joining keep... me this week. I have okay. Chad. Chad, how's it going? I don't know if we can keep having podcasts interrupt my podcast. This uh, this isn't a viable thing for me. I can't be reading all kinds of sentences and breaking down all kinds of. Let's 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 hear out what is the first sentence of the book trigger. I guess. Great. I'm, I'm also yeah. I'm I'm also doing well. Glad you're well. All okay. Right. So, Donald Trump Jr.'s book trigger chapter one trigger warning. Right, here's the first sentence. Yeah, okay. And it's in all caps. It's capitalized. Okay. I'm not. Oh, it's mad. Not, let me stop you right there. If it's in all caps, I feel like you should be yelling it. I'm not mad. It seems like he's mad. That's my thought, too. Yeah. He looks mad on the cover. The book is called Triggered, possibly constipated. So he must be upset about something. Something yeah. has really set him off. Well, sure. because the left thrives on hate and wants to silence us. I don't know who us is, but is that what the the back of the book says? That's the the uh, the, oh, that's the subtitle. Subtitle, yeah. Gotcha. The back of the book says, uh, Senator Rand Paul says, as a victim of left wing political violence, Donald Trump Jr.'s book hits close to home for me and my family. A great read. And that's because when his neighbor uh, right. beat, the, beat the shit out of his him, his neighbor didn't just go didn't, far enough. didn't like him <laughs> and beat the right. shit out of him. Right. So you're, you're saying the neighbor should have killed Rand Paul? I did not say that. Oh, okay. You did not say that. I did not. Um, yeah. So that's what Neither Rand did Paul I. thinks about I was it. just asking. I'm just asking questions. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. answering them. Yeah. So uh, that was the first sentence of Triggered, How the Left Thrives on Hate and Wants to Silence Us by Donald Trump Jr. Tune in next week for the second sentence of Triggered, How the Left Thrives on Hate and Wants to Silence Us by Donald Trump Jr. I guess I did something to piss off the Instagram gods. Well, welcome back to Lord of the Rings sentence. We're just wrapping up here. Um, sorry about that uh, little interruption. Sorry. I don't think most of my audience really wants to read... Donald Trump Jr.'s book triggered. Uh, I don't think the the Venn diagram of people interested in my irony podcast are interested in Venn. Um, well, there's nothing ironic about me reading Triggered, How the Left Thrives on Hate and Wants to Silence Us by Donald Trump Jr. Right. I guess that's true. Um, 
Well, Timothy, thank you so much for for joining me uh, for Lord of the Rings sentence. Um, and uh, this has been um, the 52nd sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, tune in next week for the 53rd sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Bye. That might be cool.com. You never know.